Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of Just an Avocado White Woman. Now, I was planning on this week's episode being about fast fashion, and that episode will definitely be done next week. I've ran into um, just not having enough time, as well as it being a lot more information than I was expecting. Um, I had sources already lined up for it, and as I've been collecting info through their sources, I found several more documentaries um, I need to watch, as well as another book that I would like to read. So I've decided to put that episode off for just one more week. So um, expect that episode next Wednesday instead. I do apologize, but um, I can guarantee it is a lot of interesting information and I'm already making the connections in my head of how fast fashion impacts climate change as a whole and how it's very similar to the way we treat it is very similar to the way we treat regular recycling. So um, that will be talked in there about as well. So. On to what I've decided to speak about this week. Um, so I've decided to get involved with a few different um, organizations, including Code Pink, the Party for Socialism and Liberation, PSL, and the through code pink i was also told about the poor people's campaign um so i'm going to be signing up for that as well um so my initial sign up was for the psl and i got in touch with my local chapter and i spoke to a gentleman on saturday morning and um, I was very excited to get involved just because um, of everything that I have been feeling, um, reading, just, I, I just, I've been feeling this need to get involved and more than just posting on, um, on social sites. Um, so when I decided I wanted to become more, more involved and, um, everything a couple months ago before the genocide of Palestine, um, started, I had already started looking up, um, different organizations that I could back besides 
Republican or Democratic because I've never felt like the Democrats have really been a party that I fully backed. Um, I did vote for Biden in 2020 because I was not really up on all of the facts and at the time it kind of felt like I had no choice. So I want to go into this next year fully informed and knowing what my choices are. And so I'm like, I'm going to start the research early. I'm going to know what I am backing and who I am backing and why I am backing them. Um, so I went searching for a candidate that I would be proud to follow. And so I found the party for so, um, the PSL and, um, their candidates are Claudia and Soraya. And, um, so I started talking with Matthew on Saturday and we were talking back and forth and, um, you know, we had a lot of great conversation and it was just amazing to be talking to somebody who really, I felt got me and got, um, understood my ideals and where I was coming from. And I didn't feel like I had to justify, um, everything that I was feeling in the world. And while I was talking to him, um, he invited me to go out to an event that night, um, for a organization called Here to Serve. And it's a nonprofit that, um, they help the homeless and they serve, um, hot food to the homeless and bring them out canned goods and food and non-perishables, women's items, um, things like that. They do it every two weeks. And I was like, that sounds wonderful. I've been looking to do something like that. And I just, um, hadn't found a place, place that I like felt comfortable going to because, um, the <laughs> town that I live in is very much Republican. I don't like the town that I live in. Um, so, <laughs> um, and honestly, the town that I live in, there's not very many homeless people. Um, it's a, it's a small town. So, um, when he invited me, I said, yeah, sure. No problem. So my husband and I were already planning on going down south to Columbus. And so we just kind of adjusted our plans by a couple hours and we said that we'd see them there. Um, so our plans before that were to go to Build-A-Bear. My husband had gotten me a gift certificate last year for our anniversary, which our anniversary is on Christmas day. And, um, due to reasons it had never gotten used yet. I, um, I'm kind of a homebody and I work from home and I have since last November and the very few times I've made it out of the house, it's never been to go south and we live about an hour and 15 minutes above, um, the Build-A-Bear. So it's really, it, it was a 
special drive to get down there to do this. But I was like, we need to do it. Let's go do it. So we went down on Saturday and, um, I'm going to apologize before I, um, say the rest of this story because I'm going to cry. It's going to be very tough for me to get through. Um, my husband drives when we're in the car and I was in the passenger seat and, um, the sun was in my eyes. So I put down my visor and, um, when I did that, um, the memorial for one of my friends that died from complications from the Hawaii fire fell down and um, I had a lot of trouble holding it together because she was only 35 And, um, I find it really tough that she passed because she had such a big heart and, um, she would make friends with everybody she met at her wake. She, um, the variety of people there was just astonishing. So many people didn't know the other people because she just made friends with everybody. And, um, I know you're probably asking, what's the point of this? What's the point of this story? There is a point to this story. Going, have, having that happen after having the conversations and, and recently joining all the organizations and doing the outreach I've been doing, I realized that even though I've been doing the work on myself and I've been reading the books and I've been feeling the feelings for a while, it wasn't until her death that I really felt that push, that, that like final little nudge to get out there and do something. And it's kind of like, even she always made me a better person. And even after her passing, She's making me this better person.
and I miss her, and I love her. And so, I want you, whoever you are that's listening, to just tell those people that you love, that you love them every chance you get, because you never know, you never know. So, I ended up getting a Build-A-Bear that I dedicated to her, because it reminded me of her. When she moved to Hawaii, she said she felt like home. She was always in the water, and the Build-A-Bear was a <laughs> half frog, half mermaid. And it just reminds me of her. And then after the Build-A-Bear, we went to the um, volunteer event for Here to Serve. And um, we helped set up the food tables. Um, they had their hot food out there and their canned foods and desserts and, um, their clothes, their, basically anything that somebody might need that was homeless, they, they had out there, um, to help. And it was just an awesome group of people. I had never been there before and I walked up, I was like, hey, I'm just, I'm here to help volunteer and uh, I talked to this person earlier and they're like, oh yeah, yeah, he's uh, over there, or there's Erin, uh, she's the organizer, or, or, sorry, I misspoke, Emily, she's the organizer, <laughs> and um, you can talk to either of them, and I was like, okay, cool, thank you, they're like, nice to have you here, and, you know, I just felt very, um, very welcomed and like I said I'd never been there before they didn't know me um so got everything together we started serving people and I'm serving people and they're at the front of the line um speaking to people as uh they're starting to get their hot food I'm getting them their utensils seeing how many servings they need and there's this one gentleman as he comes through and he has a a serious neck brace and um, I asked him if he was okay and the guy in front of him said somebody pushed him in front of a train and I kind of looked at the gentleman and I said you're lying like why would you say that like that's a horrible joke and then he got serious he said no really somebody pushed him in front of a train and I looked back at the gentleman with the neck brace and I wish I would have asked his name and I said I said are you okay 
He said, I'm getting there. And I didn't really know what to say beyond that. Because what do you ask a man who's been pushed in front of a train and he's already back walking? And so I asked him the only other thing that I could give him at that moment. And I asked him, can I hug you? And he said, yeah. So I hugged him. And I said to him, I said, I'm so glad that you're still alive. So glad that you're still here with us. And I held him for a little bit longer. And then I pulled back and I kissed his forehead. And the look on his face... It looked like nobody had ever said those words to him before. And... I just... If you have any chance to say anything nice to somebody that you don't know, any chance to give somebody a hug that looks like they're having a bad day, that they're on down times, just offer to give them a hug. Like this man looks like, looks like I've given him the moon when I hugged him and it was the least thing I could have given him in my life I wish I I wish I could have given him more I wouldn't have even known where to start I asked him when the doctors thought he'd be, you know, off the brace completely. He said it would be about a month, so I'm hoping he'll be there in two weeks when I go back and I'll check back up on him and I'll get his name this time. But... That was my weekend in a nutshell. I feel like episodes may become every two weeks because of how much info I'm finding for each of these topics. Topics are so in-depth um, and with how much um, volunteering I'm going to be taking on. I think that um, every two weeks is what's going to be happening, even though literally every other day I'm finding seven more episode topics I would like to cover. Um, I think every two weeks right now, 
is what is going to be um, doable. So, but next next Wednesday I will have the episode out about fast fashion. And um, if you've listened for this long, I thank you and give a loved one a hug. Go. Go help out a homeless shelter. They can always they can always use it. The smallest thing can make you feel better. Cause let me tell you, even though my heart hurt at the end of that, with all of the sad things I felt for some of some of the stories I heard. I also felt a little bit lighter knowing that I helped, even if it was only just for that moment. It's it's a tough feeling knowing that you're helping feed these people who have no home to go back to, and you're going to get in your car to go back to a warm home and a warm bed but hopefully the small small things that we can do to help them help make a small difference so thank you for listening and I'll see you next week on Just an Avocado White Woman <laughs>